You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Reds scored seven times in the eighth inning on Saturday afternoon as they beat the Pirates in game one of a day-night doubleheader. Final score, 9-2. to Connor Overton pitched five and a third strong innings for Cincinnati. Lucas Sims was impressive in the eighth inning. He loaded the bases and then struck out three in a row to keep Pittsburgh off the board. Offensively, it was the Tyler Stevenson show. The Reds catcher drove in the first two runs with a double in the first inning. Then he broke a 2-2 tie in the eighth with another two-run double. His batting average is now up to 310. And Tyler Naquin added a three-run double in that eighth inning as well. Time to get some final thoughts on game one from Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Jed. Well, Cowboy, good to see the Reds break out the bats today in a big way. And how about the afternoon for Tyler Stevenson? Two doubles, part of a three-for-four game. Both of those doubles drove home two runs, giving him a career-high four RBIs today. Yeah, it seemed like Tyler was in the right spot at the right time. Uh, You look at the way that he was swinging the bat, but I would go back and and look at the way he was calling ballgames. Uh, He really kind of kept this pitching staff tight around the plate. Only two walks today. It seemed like even though things started to slip away there uh, for Lucas Sims in the eighth, he was able to come back, right the ship, get the three strikeouts. Uh, Tyler had a heck of a day. He really did. And and you talk about Sims in that eighth inning. All is going to be made, and rightfully so, of the Reds' seven runs in the eighth. They scored more runs in that inning than they had in any whole game to this point of the season so understandable that that will get some attention but I thought the turning point in this game was Lucas Sims getting out of the bases loaded no out jam I don't don't think there's any doubt about it I I think that when you pitch well it allows your hitters to relax because they they don't have to have so much pressure put on them to score runs when they relax they hit and I, and I think that's just the way that this game works. Now the question is, will this continue into game two of today's doubleheader? We certainly hope that it will. Reds had some fun swinging the bats there in the eighth. Once again, final score, Reds 9, Pirates 2. Yid, back to you. Thank you, Tommy. Highlights right after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Reds beat the Pirates in game one of the day-night doubleheader on Saturday, 9-2 to the final score, and now to the highlights. Connor Overton started the game for the Reds. He got off to a good start. He got Ben Gamble to fly out to begin the game. Then after a ground out, he ended the first inning against key Brian Hayes. Here's the 2-2. Strike three called. Beauty from 
Connor Overton. Started that pitch off the plate, came right back to the outside corner and locked up Key Brian Hayes. He's got his first strike out of the afternoon. The Pirates go 1-2-3 in the first against the Red starter. The Reds want to work on Pittsburgh starter J.T. Brewbreaker in the bottom of the first. With one out, Brandon Drury reached first base on an infield single to third base. He moved to second when Key Brian Hayes threw the ball away. Then after Tommy Pham struck out, Mike Moustakas was hit by a pitch and Tyler Stevenson stepped to the plate. Moustakis over at first base with two outs. The 1-0 pitch to Stevenson. Ground ball, fair inside the bag at third and down the left field line. Jury will score. Moustakis digging for third. He'll get the way from J.R. House. No throw, no. Here comes the throw. It is late. Moustakis dives in safely. It's a two-run double for Tyler Stevenson. Boy, some serious hesitation by the shortstop, Diego Castillo, on that relay from the left field corner from Marinzic. Yeah, it, Mar didn't, it didn't look like Castillo got a firm grip the first time he went into the glove. Because normally on a ball hit down the left field line, you don't score from first base, and especially if it's Moustakas, and Moustakas made it. And I don't think there was ever a hesitation as far as J.R. House is concerned. You got a chance to score him, wave him on. The Pirates went down in order against Overton in the second, but they got on the scoreboard in the third. Diego Castillo led off with a single, but he was quickly doubled off. Number nine hitter Roberto Perez then singled, and that brought leadoff man Ben Gamble back to the plate, and he did this. But the left-handed Gamble with a good bit of swing in that bat. He rips this one down the right field corner. Perez rounds second. Gamble heading on to second. They're going to wave Perez to the plate, and he's going to make it rather easily, and it's a 2-1 ball game, and just like that, two outs in the inning. You walk, or you give up a hit to the number nine batter, and you turn the order over and things start to look a little hectic. The Reds went down in order in the second and in the third. They put a runner on base in the fourth but couldn't score. They had their best chance to add to their lead in the fifth off Brubaker. T.J. Friedel walked to begin the inning. He moved to second on a bad pickoff move. Albert Almora Jr. struck out swinging. Tyler Naquin then walked. So first and second with one out, and Brubaker ended the inning by striking out Brandon Drury and Tommy Pham both looking. Brewbreaker had struck out nine Reds in the first five innings of the game. The Pirates tied things up in the sixth inning. Ben Gamble led off with a single. He moved to second on a ground out, and then Key Brian Hayes got him home. Hayes 0 for 2, a strikeout, a ground out to the second baseman. Overton brings it home in the pitch. There's a line drive, base hit into left center field. Around third, Gamble, he will score, and this game is tied at 2. That was it for Overton. Luis Sessa came on. The first batter he had to face was Daniel Vogelbach. And Vogelbach hits one high in the air, deep right center field. Going back on it, Naquin at the warning track, at the wall, leaps at the 370 sign and makes the catch. The throw comes back to first base. And getting back to the bag is Hayes on a long fly out to deep right center field by Vogelbach and a nice catch right at the wall by Naquin. Well, I thought that was out of here when he hit it. Another foot, it probably would have been. After that play, Sessa got a ground ball to end the inning. Here's the pitching line on Connor Overton, five and a third inning, six hits, two runs, both earned, no walks, four strikeouts, 77 pitches, 55 for strikes. Luis Sessa came back out for the top of the seventh, and he shut the Pirates down in order. 
T.J. Friedel led off the seventh inning for Cincinnati with a base hit, but Almora Jr. hit into a double play, and Naquin flew out to left fielder Jake Marisnik, who made a great catch. Catcher Roberto Perez led off with a single. Next up was Ben Gamble. Sims at the belt to the plate, and this smoked into right field. A line drive. Perez will start, and he tumbles at second. And he will have to stay right there. He looks like he's hurt. He is definitely hurt. That's not good hurt either. No, and their backup catcher's been kicked out of the game. Uh, he, his left ankle is flat on the ground. He can't move his left leg. He's in trouble. I mean, that was... They're going to need the cart. That was scary. The way he made the turn and then had to crawl back to the bag... He's kicking his right leg, and he's not moving his left leg at all. He can't move that left ankle. Perez had to leave the game with a left hamstring injury. Sims then walked Brian Reynolds to load the bases. Sims then struck out Key Brian Hayes for out number one. He struck out Daniel Vogelbach for out number two and then finished things off against Michael Chavez. It's a nice sound to hear at Great American Ballpark. Folks starting to... Rise up a bit, looking for Sims for his third consecutive strikeout, and he got it. He punches out Chavis with the bases loaded. Three in a row for Sims with the bases juiced, and he gets out of it. When the bottom of the eighth unfolded, Josh Van Meter, who started the game at second base, was catching because Perez had to leave with the injury, and backup catcher Andrew Knapp was thrown out of the game earlier for chirping at an umpire. Brandon Drury was hit by a pitch, by Will Crow to begin the inning. He moved to second on a wild pitch. Tommy Pham was then walked, and so was Mike Moustakis. So bases loaded, no outs, and next up was Tyler Stevenson. Bo Salsa replaced Crow and walked Colin Moran to reload the bases. T.J. Friedel then hit a fly ball to center field to score the Reds' fifth run. Almora Jr. then reached on an air by Salsa to reload the bases for the third time in the inning. Next up was Tyler Naquin. The 1-2. And Naquin sends a fly ball, hit pretty well to left. Back Marisnik, he can't get it. It's over his head, and one hops off the wall. Stevenson's home, right behind him to score Moran. Racing around, sliding across the plate, Almora Jr. It's a three-run double for Tyler Naquin, and the Reds have blown this game wide open with six runs home in the eighth inning. Eight to two Reds. Brandon Drury was next up. Two two scorched on the ground inside the bag at third. That's down the left field line in the corner. Here comes Naquin to score as Drury checks in at second with an RBI double. Nine two runs or nine two Reds. A seven run eighth inning and it continues. Hunter Strickland came on the pitch the ninth for the Reds. He struck out the first two batters he faced. Then he issued a walk but ended the game against Cole Tucker. Strickland comes set and fires home the pitch to Tucker. Did he go? He did. He went around and down on strikes Cole Tucker. And that's it. Reds win it. Final score, 9-2, to two, and you can bury the nine-game losing streak. The Reds are back in the win column. Beating the Pirates this afternoon in game one of a doubleheader here at Great American Ballpark and doing so in thrilling fashion with seven runs in the eighth inning. Here are the game one totals for Cincinnati. Nine runs, eight hits, no errors. For Pittsburgh, two runs, eight hits, three errors. 
Sims the winner, 1-0. Crow the loser, 1-2. No save in the game. Game time, three hours and nine minutes, 9,267 on hand at Great American Ballpark. Once again, the final score Saturday afternoon, game one of a day-night doubleheader. The Reds beat the Pirates 9-2. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap.